When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today I kind of think that our my generation right right now is being built strong we've been given much like through education I kind of feel like we we've been encouraged a lot and we've been told that we are strong enough to do whatever we want and together we can Life is a journey, and most of it is spent in the in-between, in the middle places. But every once in a while, you find yourself on the other side of something. These are the stories we are telling here. We believe that stories change the world, and we hope that when you hear stories of lives changed, obstacles overcome, lives broken, lives mended, and hope found, you'll actually see yourself in their stories. Now more than ever, we need each other, and we need each other's stories. This is On the Other Side. Most of us are probably familiar with the concept of child sponsorship. You've probably seen organizations throughout the world that invite people like you and me to sponsor a child and help provide basic resources and education and training. But have you ever wondered what life is like for them on the other side of child sponsorship? On today's show, Jamie sat down and talked to Christine Mercatete while she was in Rwanda in early 2020. Now, Christine works for Africa New Life. And while Jamie was in Rwanda, she actually discovered that not only does she work for Africa New Life, but she was also a sponsored child in their program. Yes, that's so true. In 2003, she was sponsored through their child sponsorship program. Through Africa New Life, she was able to be enrolled in a good school, which was called New Life Christian Academy, which is a school started by Africa New Life Ministries. That's where she attended primary and high school. And then for her college years, Africa New Life sponsored her through the Esther College program. Jamie and I love this episode because it's so interesting to actually hear what the story is like after child sponsorship. So let's listen as Christine tells us what life has been like for her on the other side of child sponsorship. Uh, well, I was sponsored in 2002, and uh, by then I was in kindergarten. Okay. I was like five. So I went through the program primarily and up to secondary. Then after high school, I applied, and they also have another program called Esther College Program. It's a program that is into African New Life that was initiated by um, some American lady called Catherine Hackett. And uh when you're done with high school uh, and you have good grades, you apply for that program. Then I applied for it and, you know, by God's chance, I got it. So I was in the Esther College program. It's a program that sponsors only girls 
with good grades. Esther Courage Program. Yes. I like it. Yes. And uh, the history behind Esther Courage Program is when Kathy once came into Rwanda, that was like in 2008, if I remember well, they realized that during the genocide, many men were killed and there was a lot of ladies that didn't go to school and they were the ones to step in and do all the work stuff. So um, Kathy felt the need of starting the program and help girls to go to school. And that's the program you went into? And that's the program I went into. Do you remember your sponsor number? Where, uh, in high school? Well, when you were with Africa New Life. She was called uh, Cecile Spencer. That's your sponsor's name. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And my number was 0024. You were the 24th kid? Yes. That was sponsored? Yes. And now you work for Africa New Life. Uh-huh. How does that make you feel? Well, um, the fact that I got a chance to be in the program, it feels like I'm giving back to the program and I am helping my fellow, like my fellow students who are still in high school to see that there is a hope for the future. You may not be having money to study today, but through African New Life, there is always hope for tomorrow. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what led you uh, particularly in your life with to get into the African New Life Sponsorship Program. Did you hear about it? Did they hear about you? How did you get connected with them? Uh, because it was like in the first place, they were looking for kids to sponsor so they could go in homes that were nearby. That was in Kayonza. So they came to our house. They were like, would like to take your kid. And they took me and my sister. Into Kigali? No, in Kayonza. Into the school in Kayonza. In Kayonza. You and your sister? Yes. And then what changed in your life when you started going to school? Well, there's a lot of things going on. And um, while I started going to school, there is the leadership they give you. And through center days, because they always have center days where every kid that is sponsored come to to new life every Saturday and um, get to learn more about the Bible and more about leadership and also some classes about self-esteem. So it's kind of whole child yeah, education, yeah. Mm-hmm. not just the mind. Yeah, not, not just the mind. Yeah. Okay, so you go to, um, you get into the program, you finish all of your studies in elementary, what we would call in the States, elementary and middle, and you finish high school and you graduate. Do y'all have graduation, like a big ceremony here? Yes, yes. Was uh, your family there? Uh, in high school? Uh-huh. Yes, they yes. were there. Okay, tell me, was that exciting for your family that you were graduating high school? Oh my God, it was very, very, very exciting. Like... My other sister had graduated and my family were like, who? The second person I is graduating in our family. Like, it was like a very great treasure to them seeing me graduating. And, um, you know, they were grateful to Africa. And you know, that they took me as a young kid and were able to see me develop all those stages up to high school. You know, it was a great ceremony. Were your parents in Rwanda during the genocide? No, my parents were in Uganda, okay. but they came right after the genocide, okay. you know. That's a lot for us to explain, and we won't do that here, but there were lots of Rwandans that were actually refugees in Uganda during Mm -hmm. the genocide. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, so you graduate high school. Mm -hmm. You go into the Esther Courage program. Mm -hmm. You graduate that. Mm -hmm. Was your family now over the moon excited? They were very, very excited. I remember when I graduated in college, my family did something like a small ceremony, but they invited almost the whole village. (laughs) They came to our home place and, uh, you know, we started sharing and they were so very proud of me. And But most of all, 
thankful to Africa in your life. Yeah. Because yeah. like during my speech, I could explain to what I was doing. You know, not only African life gives you ed- like tuition and stipend. No, they always give you like education to the life outside. Mm. Because when you're in college, we always have um, the talk it over where we meet every Sunday and uh, talk about the, more about the Bible. You know, you talk more about what is being taught in the church. And also there was some classes that we take in during uh, weekends, like Saturdays where you all like, maybe today we're going to call it like a leadership class. You all come in and we have leaders from the parliament. like From the parliament? Yeah. They always invite ministers of health, ministers of education. Like they invite people from different departments. So they come to speak to the young generation. So like I can say that New Life gives you a lot. Like it really feeds you to the extent you feel like, wow. I am ready to go outside and do something. It makes you think you can meet your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you were growing up, what was your dream? What did you want to be? I always wanted to be a journalist. A journalist? Yes. This is your time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I reached in in college, I did um, mass media and communication. And I was like, I kind of think like I can go into public relation. But again, if there is a chance for journalists, I can go ahead and do it. This is why when I asked you before we started recording you if you were nervous, you said, no, I'm not nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm doing what I wanted to do. You're, you're living your best life. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about life after university now. Mm-hmm. When you look back on your um, years in, in school mm-hmm. and having a sponsor, mm-hmm. how does that, how did having a sponsor affect the woman that you are today? You know, having a sponsor, it helps you to feel like you can do something useful to someone. Like you can, you want to feel like you can give back to the community. You also feel like, you know, seeing your life being impacted, you feel like you can do something like that to someone else. Because of the way that she impacted your life. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Did you ever get to meet your sponsor? No, but she could send me letters and pictures and she could send me someone to come and see me. That's awesome. Okay, so... um, before having a spot, being sponsored through this organization, do you think that you would have gone on to university? To the university, I kind of think yes, because in high school, maybe I could have not been able to finish high school. Really? Yeah. But after finishing high school, I was like, well, it's my time now because I was being impacted in through high school. Like I was given all that I needed. You know, I have that confidence in me that I could apply to even other scholarships and get them because I I would try my luck. Mm -hmm. So I was like, after high school, I was like, if I don't get to college right away through new life, I'll try to go and do like, you know, look for a job, small jobs I can do too. But again, that was just me thinking about it. But right now I think I could have gone to college, but after like four years or three years. Yeah. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. One thing I found really interesting was yesterday we went and visited New Life Christian School. Mm-hmm. And that's the high school you graduated mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm. And now you work for African New Life. Mm. And we were listening to three students talk mm. about their dreams mm. and how they have some obstacles in their life, mm. of their house, of their homes and their families. Um, but the way that New Life Christian High School is helping them mm-hmm. in the school. And it was really cool to be in that room with you as well, mm-hmm. because you could have been that student talking. Am yeah, I right? Yeah, yeah. 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 What mm-hmm. would your story have been had you been talking? Like you would have stood up to a group and said, you know, my name is Christine mm-hmm. and here's why African Life is helping me because this is what my life is like. What would your story have been? I would say like um, New Life has helped me to like build myself, like my self-esteem because that is the most thing that impacted me, which I can say that there was a great impact in me and um, also the love. And affection they give you, you know, like those CDOs, they're not only your leaders, but they just also care about you as a family member, like, like as if they are your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the the love and affection I could get from school, also the food, because mm-hmm. we could eat every every lunchtime and even the weekends. Yeah, yeah. You got to eat on the weekends with mm-hmm. them. When you went to the because Saturday thing? Saturday thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, tell us about your job now and what you do. Uh, right now, I'm working in mission office, in, in mission department, and I am a mission officer. Okay. Like, I get to see these new cool people every day, and I enjoy it mm, it's, so very much. It's You get to lead us around and talk to us about mm. the place that you love so much. Mm. Yeah, because Rwanda has been through a lot in 25, mm. even 50 years. Mm-hmm. And you're like this shining example of what can happen when a kid is given education, mm, mm. love, food, mm. faith, all of those things. Yeah, yeah. You are the example of what has, is turning this country around. Mm. What do you think about for your generation? Um, you were not born when the genocide happened, were you? No. You were born right after. Right after. Right after. Mm-hmm. What do you think that your generation is doing to help Rwanda stay the way that it is currently right now? Well, I kind of think that our my generation right right now is being built strong cuz um we we have the there's a program called Rwanda that encourages everyone to feel like we are all Rwandans like we are all together and um we don't have those like races like we used to like ethnicity so like i th- i kind of think my generation is being built strong we've been given much like through education through um what I can say, I kind of feel like we've been encouraged a lot and we've been told that we are strong enough to do whatever we want and together we can. Which is so interesting to me, Christina, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, because your generation, you were born months after mm. the genocide ended. Mm. Am I right? I was born uh, a year after. A year after the genocide mm-hmm. ended. And so to see that this generation has come so far. Mm. This is just one generation after. Mm. 
it's astonishing mm. to see how far mm. this generation has come in this country mm. that was so broken mm. 25 years ago. Mm. Does your generation feel a sort of a weight to keep carrying this on to the next generations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that put on you by Rwandans to say you guys can do this? Yeah, because um, mostly our president tells us that um, the only strength that a country has is you youth. Mm. You that have never been into the genocide. Even those that have been in the, into, that were alive by then in the genocide. You are the only strength we have as a country. We all depend on you. Wow. You are the one to mess it up or you are the one to rebuild it and make it strong. And you guys have rebuilt it. Yes. I mean, it's evident. <laughs> um, I have loved being here in your country. It is, it is so beautiful, first of all. Mm. The people are so kind and hospitable. Mm. Uh, it's so clean. <laughs> you guys work hard on this, don't you? <laughs> yeah, the first thing is like, he, there are strict laws and rules and regulations to, like, to cleanliness. Like everyone have it in their minds that you don't have to throw papers or any trash anywhere, you have to carry it and put it in the dustbin. It is a, the cleanest country I might have ever been in, for <laughs> sure. Um, but it's also a country where I, I, I was telling someone the other day that if I were to just walk in here and not have any backstory about what your mm. country has been through, I honestly wouldn't know. Yeah. And that, I think, is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Mm. Is that what happened to your country in 1994 and the years, I mean, we'll say the genocide in 94, but everyone should read about what happened, you know, started in the 50s yeah, yeah. here, mm -hmm. um, which is why your parents were probably in Uganda. Yes. Yes. But what happened in 1994, is this something that you think about often or no? I, I can say that I don't think about it, but again, that is in the past. What I'm focusing right now is to see how it, it won't happen again. And how do I do that? I don't see myself to, like looking at my friends and be like, you is this, you is this. No. I see my fellow Rwandan as a Rwandan, not as what they used to say. So I think it's something that a lot of the world could learn from you guys, mm -hmm. you know? Because mm. it's not like that everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your dreams? You're 25, 26? No, right now I'm... I'm 24. I gave you two years accidentally. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 24, uh -huh. fresh out of college. What are your dreams? Well, I right now, I can say that I have like a 10-year plan. Oh, I love it. Tell me all about it. <laughs> I, I can't say that I have it. Oh, okay, you yeah. can't. You don't have it. I don't have it. Okay. But I can say but maybe like in five-year plan. Um, I wanted to like to pursue my master's like very soon. I also… Um, in what? What do you want to go back to school for? I wanted to like to continue to the passion that I have of public relations and communications. And um, also in five years, I see myself like thriving and achieving what I always wanted because I always wanted to be an independent woman, you know, doing my stuff, you know. You are an independent woman doing your stuff. You're on the, you're on the path, Christine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. um, how's your family? Well, I have both parents. And, um, you know, as days goes on, they always, you know, thrive to make their lives better. And um, we do have, I can't say a bad way of living, but my parents do earn some living. Because right now, you know, when African United started helping us, it was a one way to, you know, like 
help the parents also like if I'm removing tuition, you can also do something. If you're take if African enough is removing tuition from their yeah. budget, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they can start like even them start rebuilding themselves. So like they were able to like to rebuild themselves and you know. Because your parents had to start over when they moved here. Yeah. Like almost everyone that moved back here started over. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I've learned the most about that that I did not know at all. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's a lot that I don't know about what has gone on in the country of Rwanda. Mm. But from the little bit that I did know, the one thing I had never heard was about how many Rwandans were Where? refugees in Uganda mm-hmm. and even Tanzania, right? And even Burundi. Okay. All around. Yeah. I didn't know that. And so when you think about that, like your parents, for example, when they resettled in Uganda, they had to start over from scratch. Mm -hmm. And then when they they came came back back to their home country, they had to start over from scratch. So the adversity that the Rwandans have just conquered is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And so it's so fun for me to meet you as a 24-year-old next generation of Rwanda Mm -hmm. and to see your confidence and to see the way that you love your country and your people and the way that you are saying, no, this will not happen again. Mm. It's beautiful. (laughs) And you're beautiful on the outside too. Thank you. And on the inside and on the inside. So go back to school, finish your schooling, get Mm -hmm. your master's Mm -hmm. and then change the world, huh? Mm -hmm. Where do you want to get your master's? The school? Yeah. I haven't said it yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here in Rwanda? No. Oh. Mm. You want to go to the States or to Europe or where? Like States or Europe. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if you come to the States, I know a really great university in Austin, Texas. Oh. And we'd love to have you at the University of Texas. I am coming. (laughs) (laughs) Come to Austin, Christine. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything else you want to say about what your life looks like now? Well, right now, I kind of feel like I can see my, my, my future clear. Like, I could be able to say that I'm about to do this and this is how I'm going to do it. But before... It was all blurry. But right now I can say that I want to reach on this and this is how I'm going to do it. You know, like my eyes were being opened. Like I'm like, this is what I want and this is what I'm going for. Yeah. And before it was blurry. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I hope that we all have that. Something in our lives that gives us that clear eyesight. Mm. Um, Because seeing your future through blurry eyes can be scary. Mm. It can make you quit. Mm. It can make you feel like you can't do it. Mm. And so your clear eyesight has helped you like stay on the path and finish your studies. Yeah, yeah. And become the amazing woman you are today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for talking with me. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. You know, like of recent, I was listening to your podcast. I was like, when am I going to have a podcast? And now here I am. And here you are. You're (laughs) on the show. Um, Thank you so much. It's been really great to meet you this week. And Mm. it's been great to see firsthand what a child sponsorship program can lead to. And you are a thriving example of one of the very first people that were sponsored through Africa mm. New Life. Mm-hmm. And now you have graduated high school, you graduated university, you dreamed to get your master's, and now you're giving back into the community. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. 
Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. What an incredible story. I can't believe that this is the first generation after the genocide. It's so crazy to see the people that are now rising up in the country and how different the country is now. And Jamie, I know you learned so much from your time there and told me so many stories about the things you learned and the people that you saw. And even a couple weeks ago, we released the episode where we interviewed Pastor Charles. Talk a little bit about your time there. Yeah, it's crazy that Christine is a part of that first generation. And honestly, going into Rwanda, I had no idea what to expect. I mean, I had read some books and seen some movies. And then when I got there and I was able to interview, like you said, Pastor Charles, and then now Christine, I had such a greater understanding of what life has been like for them, not only on the other side of genocide, but also on the other side of child sponsorship. Both of them tell amazing stories of God's faithfulness and the way that their countries had to rebound from this awful genocide that we know that took place there. There's something so different about reading these things in books versus actually hearing the stories from the people. That's one of the things that I've loved so much about both of these stories, especially Christine's. Yes, yeah, seeing the program that Africa New Life runs, it was not only amazing, it was eye-opening. And you just were able to hear from Christine as she talks about what life has been like for her after going through this entire program. We've been a fan of child sponsorships when they're done well. And when they're run by the locals in their country, I think of other organizations that are empowering locals and are focused on the the local church rather than just a bunch of, you know, Americans coming in and, and setting up a, a big system, actually going in and empowering local leaders to do it is the best way. And I'm so glad you got to see and experience what Africa New Life is doing. Yes, I agree so much. I've had the opportunity to see great organizations that are doing this work of child sponsorships up close and personal. This one with Africa New Life in Rwanda earlier in the year. And actually, Compassion International is a place that you, Aaron, and I have been supporters of for 15 years plus, and we personally support children for them. In fact, here's what's crazy, Aaron. I don't know if you realize this. We've met every single child that we've ever sponsored, which that has to be rare. That's so rare. And I don't know what the number is of of children that we've sponsored throughout the 18 years of being married, but we've met every single one. And I remember meeting Kiera, who we sponsored through Compassion International. I was fortunate enough to get to go on a trip to Peru and met her, met her mom and her family. I remember being invited into her house and sharing a meal. And, and it was that was culture shaping for me just to to understand how effective child sponsorships can actually be when they're done in the right way. 
And we actually got to meet Wansley. Wansley is a kid that we sponsor through Compassion International. And Caden, our oldest son, was able to sponsor him for many years. And it was so eye-opening for Caden to actually get to see, to meet this kid Wansley, to play soccer with him in the field, to get to eat a meal with him, see where he lives. I think it was it was culture shaping for our whole family of child sponsorship is a really effective and fruitful way uh, to pour into somebody, even from a distance. Yeah, and a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to take another one of our sons, Deacon, with me on a trip to Kenya, also with Compassion International. And we were able to meet our sponsored child, Brian, there and meet his entire family. And it's still one of my favorite trips ever because I came home with a thousand of the beads that the Masa tribe wears around their neck. Also, earlier in the year, I went to Mexico and was able to meet our sponsored child, Mia, there through their child sponsorship program. And she's actually only three years old. The cutest thing ever. And then, like I said, when I was in Rwanda with my son, Caden, we were able to meet David that we sponsor there. And David, right now, as of earlier this year, couldn't decide if he wanted to be a doctor or a pilot. So it's still up in the air. We would encourage you to check out some of these organizations that we mentioned and even talk to your family about jumping in and sponsoring a child somewhere around the world. It will be a true blessing to you and to the families that are involved. Today's show was mixed and mastered by Podshaper. The music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. On the Other Side is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. We're your hosts, Aaron and Jamie Ivey, and we believe this story and your story matters. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me at Aaron Ivy ATX, and you can find Jamie at Jamie Ivy. Also, friends, check out my other show that I host every single week called The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy, wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, if you don't want to miss anything that has to do with this show on the other side, text OTOS to 55444. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.